You're listening to Podcateers. Welcome to episode 416 of Podcateers. This week we talk about a new deck of cards I recently got, themed to our friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. We also talk about Stranger Things, our first look at Wednesday by Tim Burton coming to Netflix later this year. Run Disney announces their next races as they gear up to celebrate their 15-year anniversary. Are magic keys changing again? Plus, we discuss the recent incident at Disneyland Paris involving a proposal and episode three of the Disney Plus original series, Obi-Wan. Of course, we'd love to hear your thoughts on anything that we talk about in this episode, and you can join the conversation over on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Just search for Podcateers. If you're not yet following us, it's a great time to do so, but we'd really love for you to join our growing community over on our Discord server. Joining is super simple. All you have to do is either click on the Discord link in the blog post for this episode at podcateers.com slash 416 or click on the pinned Instagram story. A very special thank you goes out to an awesome group of people known as the FGP squad or as we call them our podcast fairy godparents because it's their support via Patreon that help make these episodes of Podcateers possible. As part of the FGP squad family you get some additional perks like exclusive discount codes for Podcateers gear, additional content like the Podcateers after show, access to our happy hour calls just to name a few. For more info on how you can be a part of the FGP squad family we invite you to check out podcateers.com slash FGP. And as always, a super special thank you goes out to the FGP squad for their continued support. It's time to get this episode started, and if this is your first time joining us, just want to say welcome. We hope that you enjoy the episode and that you come back for more. And of course, if you've been hanging with us for a while, welcome back, friends. Here is episode 416 of Podcateers. better than not good at all and that's a statement to look by i think i think walt disney said that it's in his yeah, yeah quote walt disney he said that while he was sitting on the bench in tomorrowland yep and he's thinking about right next to mickey mouse and goofy was standing right behind him and that's right said, you know they they put that's why it's on all the, all the t-shirts and everything now yeah good I, enough is better than not good at all yeah i think it was going to be on a plaque that they were going to put in tomorrowland uh-huh. And then he said, you know what? Let's hold off on that. Let's see how long we can go with this Tomorrowland the way that it is. And now it's just the Tomorrowland motto. That's it. Yeah, Tomorrowland catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how's it going? Good. It's going. It's yeah. Go- yeah. <laughs> yeah. It. I feel like it's been, I, I don't even know how to describe it. I like we're, it's the beginning of the week and yet my body feels like I've already gone through like a week and a half. Dang. I know what you mean. I, <laughs> I've just, you know, I'm building a set this week for a show, and it's taken everything out of me. It's uh, I'm building a barn in a theater, so that's fun. Oh, um, right on. But uh, it's uh, hard work sometimes to build scenery. So I bet. Oof. Yeah. I uh, that that requires physical labor, and uh-huh. it makes my body cry, and I don't really like that. Oh, I've okay. been told that when your body cries, that that's a good thing because it's expelling the demons or something like that. <laughs> Feel the burn. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I guess the burning is like the demons coming out of yeah. your body or something. But 
Yeah, especially like the last like today was all like 90. Tomorrow it's going to be like in the 90s again. And all I can think to myself is I need a pool. Ugh. Yeah. And ice. A lot of ice. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> that that would be fantastic. It's so. like it's like a bajillion degrees, maybe a bajillion and two degrees right now up here. So that's uh that's the thermostat is crazy outside or the the thermometer is just it says a bajillion and it's I, wow. I can't believe it. It's, it's bubbling and everything, right? Yeah, it's it's like you know in the cartoon the where car- like <laughs> the red line goes up and explodes. <laughs> That's what happened. Yeah. Well, uh, take a video, put it on TikTok. It'll go viral. Oh yeah. There we go. <laughs> and with the oh no, oh, oh no, exactly. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what you want. You know, speaking of TikTok, it's it's funny because uh, I've. So there was two things I wanted to ask you, and I was going to ask you this off podcast, but I guess now is on best con, time on, yeah, on podcast. podcast yeah, <laughs> no better time than the present, I guess. Sure. And, and this was a TikTok that somebody was asking people, right? But do you continue to discover new music, or do you think there's an age where people are like, eh, "I'm set in my ways. That's it. I'm done. I'm good." I do from time to time. I mean. Just to hear what's going on, but it's interesting how things go. <laughs> we see like a uh, new music being brand new, which is fine, you know. The kids are learning something new, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and I'm glad that you said that because it's going to tie into what I'm going to talk about in a moment. But Andrew, what about you? Do you um, continue to discover stuff, or do you think there's an actual age where people are just like, yeah, whatever? I just kind of like what I like now. You know, I think there's it's just like depend on the person because a per like me, I I listen to what I listen to and I'll find some like different versions of the same stuff or whatever. I'll just get into a genre. Um, but I don't I don't particularly seek out new music. If I find something I like, I like it. Well, um, but there's like I have an uncle who he's, you know, he's in his 50s and he specifically searches out new music, new bands, you know, indie bands and stuff like that and listens to all all new music. That's all 5 years old. Ah, that's too old. Get that out of here. Not listen to 5-year-old music anymore. What's this new band? Blah da da da. So, I think it's a, uh, you know, person by person basis. My uh my newest uh, discovery that I've listened to probably 40 times this week is the Night Court theme song. Um <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, that's my new musical discovery for the week is the Night Court theme song. If you haven't listened to the Night Court theme song, just go to Spotify, type in Night Court and listen to that or YouTube or whatever. It's a very good theme song if you like uh saxophone. That's funny. <laughs> So yeah, discovering new music all the time. Yeah, like, you know it's music from the what early eighties, but it's uh, it's music new to you. Yeah. yeah. So it's funny that you mentioned the eighties, which is actually why this topic came up. Um, aside from the discovering new music TikTok, uh, because I I love listening to music, right? And uh, I I find out about new stuff in a few different ways. Like I exchange a lot of text messages with my brother. Mario, former co-host of the podcast, uh, he's like me. He likes to discover new music as well. So anytime we hear something that we know the other will like, we'll text each other and we'll say, hey, you know, check out this brand new band or check out this song. And sometimes it's just a single song 
by a band or something, right? And mm-hmm. uh, hopefully there's something else on an album that you'll enjoy. But usually what ends up happening is he'll send me a song and then I will go through that entire album that that same song is on. And maybe <laughs> I'll take yeah. like a couple of songs that I like, or maybe it turns out that's the only song on the album that I that I like, right? Mm-hmm. The other thing that I that I do is normally on TikTok. Like TikTok has a whole bunch of really great music on it, and sometimes you don't even have to seek it. Sometimes music just becomes popular because there's a trend going, or you know, one TikTok got super popular, and then everybody else is trying to emulate it. And so, one thing that I noticed this past week was that all of a sudden, Kate Bush started trending. Like Kate Bush is running up that hill, and I didn't understand why every other TikTok that came up on my FYP was like somebody dancing or somebody doing something. And, you know, the Kate Bush song was in the background. And I I didn't realize what it was until my wife and I started watching the latest season of Stranger Things because the song is very instrumental in the first episode of the season because it kind of goes along with the story arc. And so it finally made sense to me and, you know, Kate Bush, she's an artist, you know, that's been around for quite some time. And this song, it's crazy because this song was released back in 1985, which is what you were saying, Andrew. Like, it's a song from the 80s, right? This Nightcore theme song mm-hmm. that you're listening to. And there's all these people that have never been exposed to Kate Bush. Like, it's a great song, right? Mm-hmm. But there's tons of people that have never been exposed to this song, were exposed to it for the very first time through Stranger Things that when it debuted it was like it was in the top 40 but it never like in the top 10 or anything like that right and almost 40 years later the song was streamed so much because of this episode of stranger things that it saw an 8700 percent increase over the course of a weekend okay (laughs) and so for the first time in her life Kate Bush had a Billboard Top 10 hit on her hands. That's awesome. It made it to number eight over the weekend in the U.S. And it got as high as like number two in like New Zealand and Canada and a few other countries. So the fact that people are discovering new music, you know, through TikTok and stuff like this, it's fantastic. Yeah. Because there's a lot of there's a lot of great music out there. And there's a lot of great music that I think it's lost in the ages and there's a lot of like depending on what side of tiktok you're on you know if you're like in millennial tiktok or gen z or gen x or whatever you happen to be in there's always going to be like do you remember this song from the 80s do you remember this (laughs) song from the 90s do you remember this song from the early 2000s and so there's you know there's always something that people discover there's always in the comments like oh i had forgotten about this song and stuff like that so you know, if for people that constantly are are speaking ill of TikTok, I think one of the best things that's come out of it is the fact that so many people are introduced to new music. Yeah, totally. I actually have a funny story about this. So I didn't actually know about Kate Bush until Florence and the Machine covered the song. Oh, cool. And I heard them and I was like, wait a minute, let me hear, let me just learn a little bit more and then i saw her name i'm like oh so it's cool to hear like everybody else different generations discovering this it's uh, it's awesome i had <laughs> no idea that florence and the machine covered that song. yeah 
It's really good. Oh, I'm going to have to seek it out now. I know <laughs> that Placebo covered it, but I never ah. knew that Florence did. Ah, now I have something new to listen to. Sweet. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, I definitely... I like TikTok, right? It's, you know, I'm constantly on it and I'm constantly passing time on there. But if it's been anything for me, it has been a vehicle for discovering new music. And thanks to that, because Spotify's algorithm is so good at tossing out things that you might like, because I seek those songs and I add them to my playlist and stuff like that, it will also throw out the same type of music by other artists and the point is it's great for discovering new music <laughs> yeah you know what i was listening to spotify today and the night court theme came on and then you know like you said the algorithm and then the alf theme came on whoa Dude, the alf <laughs> theme is still a bop i love it and then, and then, and then the what'd you get a team small yeah, wonder the mr belvedere <laughs> they were all there yeah. <laughs> All of them were there. Well, it, it it was it was a weird playlist. I have some weird playlists, and they you know it go from from uh you know Night Court to like, like Cotton Eye Joe to like uh, the 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 Casper Slide, and then to Alf, and then to you know Hey Ya. It's a it's a weird <laughs> playlist I have. Well, it was on playlist radio. I don't know if you make make use of the playlist radio function on. Uh, Spotify, but I like to do that. I do. I do. Uh, it's one of my favorite features about Spotify, actually. And it's, I don't know. I We can have an entire, like, two-hour conversation <laughs> about music, but we should continue. Anyway, several things to talk about today. Uh, I did, and this is horrible for the visual of a podcast. I'm going to have to take pictures and put this on the Discord server. But uh, check out this deck that I finally got. Ooh, oh, that's ah. pretty. Yeah. That is pretty. If, if you're not following along at home, it's a like double size card deck, and it looks like Spider Man's chest. Yeah, his his uh, spider, and then it opens up. Oh my and gosh. the light turns on. <laughs> yeah, and it's blue. And then, and, as if he had like an arc reactor. And then it Whoa, opens up even more, like little colors. wing flappies, <laughs> and it changed to red. And then the deck of cards. Pops oh, out that's yeah, cool. It is so pretty. So I will wow. take pictures of this, <clears throat> and I'm going to put this up on the Discord server. Uh, one of the companies that I order decks from, the Card Mafia, they they release these really cool opening decks. Uh, and one of the things that they recently started doing over the last year was they started releasing different Avengers. Iron Man has three different versions. They put out a couple different versions last year, like the Mark 85, the 50. And then a couple months ago, they put out the Mark 1, which is like an all-silver version. Mm -hmm. And then they put out a Captain America deck this week uh, that we're recording this episode. They're releasing the Thor version. So I, I think they're trying to release all of the Avengers eventually. But the Spider-Man deck is kind of unique because it's the only one that opens as two segments, the way that well, it, yeah. I, I showed it to you. Everything else just kind of like flutters out like oh, a okay. fan. I don't have one of those open, but I should open one so I can show it to you, take some pictures. But yeah, this one this one was a little unique, and they had a pre-order. I don't think they have this one in stock anymore, but I did buy a couple of these, and I'm thinking that... I mean, I have this one that's open, but I'm 
thinking that the second one that I bought, I might actually put it up for auction for a Team Boat Willie thing later this year. I don't wow. know if it's going to be for Chalk Walk. I don't know if it's going to be for Walk for Hope, but this is a super cool deck. It is. I love the fact that they even included like extra batteries and there's like a little thing you can slide out at the bottom to replace the little oh, button cell. Little bu- yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm pretty psyched about these. If you've been listening for some time, you know that I love collecting decks of cards and uh, I love when they're in unique cases like this. And this company just puts out a really cool product. Uh, I will say that compared to some of the other mm-hmm. decks, there seems to be a lot of play. So if you're going to take it out to turn on the like the lights, like you have to be really careful that you don't end up pulling too far and then you break the little segments off. Well, it looks like I, I you know, I'm going to analyze this from uh, across a video screen, but the outer segment that you pull out second is the inner part of the the thing, right? Yeah. So, yeah, that's a weird design in that once you pull that inner structure from the outer structure, then that's what makes it floppy because it's the inner volume is different mm-hmm. than the other one. That's what it looks like. Anyway, that's very boring and no, <laughs> no, nobody can it. see this. But uh, yeah, I know, but that doesn't really matter. Yeah, well, like I said, I'll end up putting photos of this on the Discord server. So if you're not... Uh, part of the discord community this is a great time to join we have conversations about all sorts of stuff on there joining is super simple you can either head over to the blog post for this episode podcasters.com slash 146 or you can head over to our pinned instagram story click on the link it'll take you a couple of taps or clicks depending on what device you're on and uh yeah you'll join the community have discord yeah, and if you already have it, uh, it's even easier to join. Otherwise, you could just download the Discord app and, you know, enter your email, set up a password, and you'll be good to go. You'll be part of the community in less than a minute or so. Um, but, yeah, I'll put po- uh, pictures of this. And, like I said, I think this might be one of the auction items later this year. I really like this, uh, and I wish that they had more. I, as far as I can tell, it was just whoever pre-ordered it, got it, and then that's it. It doesn't look like they're going to produce it again unless uh, they do uh, a deck with what's called a Gilded Edge. And normally what they do is they take the same deck and then they add like a gold foiling or silver mm-hmm. or something along the edges of it. And then it just makes it look a little bit cooler. I know that they had said they were going to do that with some of the Iron Man decks, but I don't know if the Spider-Man deck is going to get it. Anyway, I'll post pictures of that on Discord. And let me know if this seems like an item that you would want to bid on. Uh, as you know, a lot of the items that we have for Team Boat Willie for these events uh, are just items that we purchase or that are donated to us from the community. And then we auction them off. All the money th- doesn't ever come to us directly uh, for these types of items that get auctioned off. What we normally ask is that you make a donation to the cause that we're raising money for through our fundraising site. And then uh, we just ship it out. You know, that that cost is on us. More info on those are going to be coming up soon because we already have a date for Chalk Walk. We have a date for Walk for Hope. And I'm just waiting to set up those pages and share them with everybody. So more info soon. I'm just looking at the uh, the Card Mafia page on this the Spider-Man deck. And like the different like the the suits or the the what do you call them the cards where like the king and all that stuff they got a name right yeah uh, whatever anyway the court like cards. the king 
Yeah, the kings are all different Spider-Mans. <laughs> Spider-Mans. And that's cool. Spider-Mans. And then so the queens, like the queens are Ghost Spider, Doc Ock, Lizard, Spider-Girl. The, let's see, the Jacks, Rhino, Green Goblin, Vulture, Venom. So it's 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 not like it's just like a get a boring deck inside too. It's like a really cool like themed thing, yeah. which is kind of cool. I agree. You know what? I might just take the pictures from the Card Mafia site and post those. Those are pretty rad. They're really good pictures. <laughs> <laughs> they did a good job. I mean, you got to sell your pack of cards, but yeah, that's they did a good job of taking the photos. It looks like the photos look like it's made out of like fabric. Yeah. Box. It's um I mean, it's just like a cardboard. It's an embossed yeah. cardboard with different, like, paint on it. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I, I dig this deck. I love it so much. I kind of regret not buying more of them, honestly, because it's well, definitely make, a really yeah. cool collector's item. Mm-hmm. Now they need to make, like, a Phil Coulson deck or something or <laughs> like Fury. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, I know Thor is next, but... I, I guess once they go through the original Avengers, then then the sky's the limit, right? Like, yeah. the only ones they've done uh, are are Spider Man, Iron Man, and Captain America, and then Thor that's coming up this week. So we still have Hulk, Hawkeye, we have uh, Black Widow, we have, mm-hmm. and I don't even know if they're gonna do villains, but you know how far they expand. Like, we could end up with a Black Panther deck. We could end up with. Uh, maybe a Thanos deck where <laughs> all of the lights, instead of like an arc reactor or instead of the spider lighting up, we end up getting like the different infinity stones lighting up, which would be super cool. That would be cool. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I'm projecting Jeff here. Bridges deck or, or uh, yeah. Yeah. All Ego sorts of stuff. Planet. I, we can go. There's so many weird friggin' actors in. There in is. all the Marvel's movie, just because there's what five thousand different people that have been in Marvel yeah. movies. So take <laughs> yeah. your pick. Now I will say though that depending, Voldemort, I don't know, but Marvel. <laughs> uh, I don't know exactly how many of these they make, but I do know that every time that they've sold out, they've never created one again. Like they never re-release it. I know that they probably keep some stashed for themselves. You know, for all the work they did. But I have to imagine all of these are officially licensed by Disney. You know, they have like this official license hologram sticker on the bottom. And uh-huh, I can't imagine that licensing something through Disney for something like this is inexpensive. Like there's got to yeah. be a good amount of cash that goes into that. So I can imagine why these are limited because Disney wants you to pay for exactly what you're making and they, you know, you're not taking advantage of what they licensed. But yeah, yeah. I, I I'm just so happy with these. As soon as I saw it light up, I've been waiting for this for a couple months, and as soon as I got it and I saw it light up, I kind of lost it. So I was pretty happy. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> uh, other stuff to talk about. Um, let's see. So from one epic movie franchise to a an epic director, uh, let's shift a little bit to uh, one that I think Mel is super, super excited about. Mel, you want to share what got posted today? Yeah. Today we got a first look at Wednesday. And Pocketeers Wednesday? Yeah, you know, we'll say that. We'll say that. <laughs> Work, yeah, and it should be, I believe it's going to be on a Wednesday, but something like that. It, we got a theme going on. So happy Wednesday. This was awesome. 
I actually got to see it through Tim Burton on his Instagram. And that's when I sent it to you guys just to see. I mean, we, we've heard about the show happening. And, you know, it's like going back to um, Indiana Jones, where we finally get to see that final, like the first look. And it's like, okay, now it's real. Now it's happening. What you see is it starts off with Netflix woefully presents. And then we see Thing. Thing is coming around. And suddenly you see a, uh, actually you see braids. You see, you know, dark fingernails. And then you see her face. And we finally get to see Wednesday Adams, which is I'm excited for because it's been a while since we've had something by Tim Burton. I'm, you know what? More spooky. (laughs) So, I mean, it's awesome. I wish I knew a little bit more about who's playing Wednesday. Her name is Jenny Ortega. And I was reading that she comes out as a, um, she's voiced one of the princesses for um, Mm -hmm. Elena of Avalor. So... That was pretty cool. I, I mean, she's got to be good enough to play Wednesday. So she looks pretty awesome. She looks kind of dark when she looks at you. It's like, it's good stuff. Yeah, she's been in a few things that we've had an opportunity to watch. And uh, she's really good. I mean, the first time that I ever saw her was in a mm-hmm. show called Stuck in the Middle on Disney Channel. Oh, okay. And uh, her character, she was the main character on the show. And oh. I have to say that it, so far it's been one of our favorite shows of the last like five years. It only ran for a couple of years. Um, but yeah, she was like Princess Isabel on Elena. Mm-hmm. Um, like she was in the new Scream movie. Uh, she's been in, what's the Jurassic Park uh, cartoon on Netflix? Camp um, well, uh, Camp Cretaceous. Cretaceous. I'm looking yeah, 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 yeah. at the Wikipedia right now. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, she's been in quite a few things. How can everybody forget her huge role in 2013 as the vice president's daughter in Iron Man 3? Boom. <laughs> Boom. Yeah, she's done a lot of good stuff. So I'm looking forward to this. Uh, yeah. I, honestly, it, it wasn't until I looked it up because she looks so familiar. I had no idea she was playing the character. And then I like I looked at the trailer uh, and I just I had that feeling like, why does this girl look so familiar to me? (laughs) And I saw it a couple times and it just wasn't clicking. It wasn't clicking. And I walked away from it. I didn't even like I just put it in my notes and I thought, okay, well, you know, when we talk about it, you know, we'll add it to the podcast list and everything. Like uh, about an hour or two went by and I thought like, oh, that's Harley. And then I finally went on like IMDb. Harley's her character and stuck in the middle. And I felt vindicated because I will admit I'm kind of horrible at remembering like uh, any actor. And Mm -hmm. my wife is always correcting me. She's like, that's (laughs) not the person you said or that looks nothing (laughs) like them. And so she's always correcting me. So the fact that this time around, like I recognized a, a, a older character that she had been. I was like, yes, finally vindicated. I'm not as old as I thought I was. (laughs) <laughs> See, I don't recognize anybody that's under what, like sixty-five at this point. I don't know why. I don't know any young actors. <laughs> that's funny. Is it Tom Hanks? No, then I don't know who it is. <laughs> <laughs> 
So that's the <laughs> that's where you draw the line, right, Tom Hanks? I got I got face blindness. Every actor looks like a Tom Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least they don't look like Wilson, and you know, it's a little easier Wilson! to tolerate. I'm sorry. <laughs> when is that coming out? That is well, what Wednesday. Wilson? Question. Wilson the series. Yes, Wilson the series. Uh, coming to Disney Plus, twenty twenty five. What happened to him after he washed away in the ocean? A school of dolphins found Wilson, and they took care of him as their own. Actually, we don't even have a date. We just have coming soon. Oh, and really? That's by yeah, Netflix. It yeah. yeah. It doesn't look like it's. Yeah, I'm on some official post, and there's nothing to even indicate. If it's like this summer, this winter, I I honestly feel like this is something to just edge off like the rumors that's been going around, because there's another rumor. I mean, I'm not gonna say, oh yeah, it's true, blah blah blah. I'm horrible at that, but uh, there was a rumor that Christina Ricci was gonna be taking a part in this, but oh. there's nothing. Yeah, there's nothing. So again, it's just speculation. So. Maybe it's just Accor- to- yeah. According to AV Club, that was uh, Christina Ricci will reportedly take on a mysterious, unspecified role in the project. I wonder if she's going to be Morticia. We're hoping. <laughs> oh no! I I just I'm reading. Okay, so I had to look it up. It looks like all it says for release date. It says fourth quarter of 2022, and okay. Luis Guzman is going to be Gomez Adams. Hey, we just talked about we him. did. Oh, nice! And Catherine Zeta-Jones is going to be Morticia. How did I miss this? How? Shame on me. <laughs> you know what? I mean, so it looks like so. According to the the things I'm reading, it's taking place while she's like at like boarding school or something. It says Nevermore Academy. This series is sleuthing supernatural infused mystery. Open oh, ad popped up. That's fun. Thanks, ad. <laughs> Charting Wednesday Adam's year as a student at Nevermore Academy. Wednesday is temp at blah, blah 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 blah. Wednesday's attempt to master her emerging psychic ability thwart a monstrous killing spree that has terrorized the local town and solved the supernatural mystery that embroiled her parents 25 years ago, all while navigating her new and very tangled relationship at Nevermore. So um, I wonder if if Christina Ricci can play like a, a teacher or, or something like that at the at the school, if that's what where like the main location is. In, oh, interesting. You know? that would be cool. That would be pretty cool. Interesting. Huh. All right. Well, I'm in. I like the Adams family. So I'm glad that this is it's coming to Netflix at some point when we don't know. But at some point it will. Quarter mm-hmm. four. That makes sense to everybody, right? Yeah. Quarter four. It's going to launch on sure. Halloween. Oh, what? <laughs> that would make sense, right? That would. <laughs> this is a come out Thanksgiving just to switch everybody up. Right. <laughs> you can't go wrong with them. That's true. Very true. <laughs> I well, yeah. I was going to say I hope that they reboot the monsters, but they have done that, and it hasn't always been very successful. <laughs> Rob Zombie is making the Munsters right now. Is he, he is. really? Yes. yes. And um yes. yes, Rob Zombie is making the Munsters. Um I believe it's a movie, yes. not a series, um featuring his wife as Lily Munster and um oh what's that guy's name? I can't remember the guy playing Herman and 
uh, character actor David Rubrek playing Grandpa. I don't know why I know that, but not the guy playing <laughs> Herman. What? Um, yes, I honestly thought yeah. you knew. No, I had no idea. <laughs> From the art tour director, Robert Zombie. <laughs> what? I'm I'm happy about this because, uh, like I said, there's been some stuff for the Munsters that wasn't the best, like the Here Come the Munsters movie. Uh, I don't know. Oh, but hold on. I'm sorry. I, I said the wrong name. It is not David Rubrek, who is the host of uh, like a, bunch, a supermarket sweep. It is Daniel Roebuck, who is a different guy with the <laughs> same kind of initials. Interesting. <laughs> Check this out. So I just checked up. I, I haven't been paying attention, but the teaser trailer comes out tomorrow. What? The 8th. Yes. Okay. <laughs> So there you go. <laughs> I mean, I look. This is all coming up hazing right now. This is great. <laughs> I everything's coming up hazing. I had for no me. idea this was getting rebooted. I like you have no idea how happy I am right now. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> this is awesome, and you know, obviously Rob Zombie, I think, is going to do much better than the last Monsters film that we had, but. Hey, I'm I'm happy. Like, Let's see what happens with the trailer. The only yeah. thing better would be like they'd be like, oh yeah, and they're bringing back Gravity Falls on Disney Plus. Dude, would like have a right. A Dude, <laughs> you don't even realize I would need new pants. Never mind. Um, yeah, I would be super excited about that. I'm. Uh, I don't care if they brought it back like live action. Well, now I do care if they brought it back live action because uh, I don't think they'll ever do a cartoon form of it on Disney. Uh, I think that the way that Alex Hirsch left the Disney company was not on favorable terms. So I don't see that happening, but I think Disney does own the rights to Gravity Falls. So, I mean, it's not inconceivable that they would want to put together something and that thing could be a live action version of it. And uh, if they did, I would be totally on board. I guess it would depend on who is directing it and who the uh, the players who's who's going to be acting and the different roles. Um, hey, maybe that should be something we should fantasy cast a live action version of Gravity Falls and figure Ooh. out who would be like good in each role, huh? All right. Yeah. Let's uh, let's make a note to do that on a future episode because that sounds like it would be pretty fun. Liam Neeson. I don't know. Mm. I've never watched Gravity Falls, mm. so I don't know. I want Jack Bauer to be Grunkle Stan. No, I want him oh. to be Ford. Kiefer Sutherland? Yes, I want <laughs> Kiefer Sutherland to be uh, Ford. Oh, that would be so good. What about Harrison Ford? Nah, he's too uh, <laughs> oh. He's too uh, angry all the time. But but that is Grunkle Stan, so maybe. That is. He is Dang, old that's and a good old, one. So, hmm, maybe. All right, let's put a pin in that one. Coming back to that one on a future episode because that's pretty fun. Uh, okay, so let's see. What else did we have? Uh, I mean, I want to keep the ball rolling with these mm -hmm. TV and movie things that we're talking about. Uh, I do want to talk about the latest episode of Obi-Wan because whoo, it was good. So spoilers are coming. But there were a couple other things that uh, I wanted to bring up. Uh, one is that Run Disney is celebrating their 15-year anniversary. And they just announced the, the races that are going to be coming up uh, in 2023 to celebrate that. They're doing the Princess Half Marathon Weekend. Um, and they are, let me see, I think, 
they're gonna do the the princess 5k is gonna be jasmine themed the disney princess 10k is gonna be bell themed the half marathon is gonna be moana themed and then the disney fairy tale challenge which is 19.3 miles is cinderella themed so if you want to participate in that RunDisney.com is where you would want to go check it out. The registration for Club Run Disney is June 17th. So that's coming up really, really soon. General registration is going to be available June 21st if you want to sign up for any of those. Um, I think that's for like the entire like half marathon weekend. And then, you know, more information could be found on the Run Disney site if you're interested in that. But I, I mean, didn't we talk about doing, like, the virtual runs at one point? The last time that yeah. we talked about it, did you actually do it, Mel? I can't recall. Yeah, I can't I, either. I, I know I, I didn't. Can't. They're, that timeline is, like, blurry. <laughs> yeah, like, I know I wanted to do one of the virtual uh, runs, and then I, I, I forgot what came oh. up, and then I thought, eh, I'll just wait till the next one, and then COVID Was hit. It? I was going to say, wasn't one of them Haunted Mansion and it sold out? Yes. That's, that's the happened. one that sold out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because that one had some nice medals for it. It did. Uh, I I'm, will walk for that one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm even, you know what? I'm going to set an eBay alert for the Run Disney Haunted Mansion medals because I'm pretty sure somebody's going to put them on eBay at some point. I wonder if we you search for them right now. Okay. I'm going to search for it. <laughs> All right. Let's see. eBay. Haunted Mansion, Run Disney. Oh, it's there. I remember. <laughs> yeah, of course it is. Three ninety nine. Well, there's several on here. They have the virtual 5K, the one with Madame Leota for sixty dollars. That's not bad. Yeah. Oh, because you know, they posted the New Balance exclusive shoes. That they sold for the event too, like the purple and like the mint green ones. Those were super cool. Ooh. All right. Ooh. This was bad because now it gives me a whole new thing to start watching for on eBay. Dude, that metal's not bad. Now there That's... are some people posting it for over two hundred. Yeah. Silly, silly, silly. Oh wow. You know, I think Run Disney. You said you like you started saying run Disney. I immediately thought run DMC. So they should no. do a collaboration. <laughs> you know they need to run DMC or something. They should. You know run DMC themed. They, you know, they totally run, should run around whatever you do race. I don't know trot run DMC trot. Mine's more like an elevated walk if I'm lucky. <laughs> <laughs> That's as Run much as Diz, you're gonna get from yeah. me. <laughs> Run Diz MC, <laughs> and yeah, then they play hip hop music the whole yeah. time. Would that be fun? I don't I would. know. Well, why not? If you're interested, I'll post a link on the blog post for the episode podcasters.com/slash/four-sixteen. Uh, we'll also post it in an Instagram story uh, in case you want to sign up for that. Uh, again, the if you're a part of the Club Disney crew. You'll be able to do early registration as early as June 17th, but general registration for the half marathon weekend will begin on June 21st. And then the virtual half marathon weekend registration starts on the 24th. So if you can't go, can't be there in person, but want to do the virtual one, 
you know, let us know. We'd love to cheer you on and we'll post uh, updates for your progress. So I know this is completely out of left field, but has anybody seen the video of uh, the end dance to Dirty Dancing to the Muppets theme? No. No. <laughs> I'll propose in the Discord and send this to you guys. It is the funniest thing I've ever seen. It's it's Patrick Swayze like like walking down the aisle. And it's like bum 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 bum. It's it's super <laughs> silly, and um, everybody should look this up, or I should post it to the Discord. I might do that now. Um, but <laughs> it's uh super silly, and I don't know. It's a minute long, and everybody should watch it. It's funny. That's awesome. Um, also. <laughs> So I think I, we were talking about the Muppet Lego minifigs at one point. I have now completed my collection of all of the 12 Muppet Lego <gasps> minifigs. Yay! Nice! And if anybody is looking for, if you need some still, or if you're looking for that one or two and don't want to buy them on eBay, uh, the way I found mine, just a tip, I was at Joanne Fabrics. And in the line to check out, they had a box, you know, a big, like, bulk box of them where the, you know, you could take the bags and feel them up and figure out what's inside. That's how I got my last one I needed. So check out uh, Joanne's Fabrics or Joanne Fabrics if you're looking for your Muppet minifig because that's that was a place I was not expecting to see uh, Legos. And, uh, yeah. I've never once seen anything Lego or remotely close yeah, Lego. to Lego. Yeah. At a Joanne's Fabrics. It was like in the, you know, it's in the checkout line. So it was like, it's probably where, you know, they want the the kids to to get stuff for mom to buy or dad to buy when they're in line. That makes sense. Lego, candy bar. Or, you know, or Andrew does the same thing. Candy bar. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Hmm. I'm going to have to check our local one again. So anyway, that was my two apparently Lego uh, tangent. Well, I mean, Muppet tangent. Not Lego tangent. Nice. Two Muppet-related things, because why not? I like it. The Muppets. I like it. Oh, you know how recent... I'm not sure if we talked about it in the last episode, but remember how, at least on our text messages, we had talked about how Disney discontinued the the keys? Mm Mm-hmm. Like, none of them are available for purchase anymore? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So there was an interesting post uh, by the user Gothic Rosie on Instagram uh, that had an image that was apparently sent to them by another user. And it just said, heads up. It says, well, now this is interesting. We have changed. They have changed the magic keys to legacy pass holder. And so in the screenshot from what looks like the Disneyland app, the user that sent them the photo uh, was trying to make dining reservations. And underneath the information for the dining reservation, it says legacy pass holder discounts. And the dream key, believe, enchant, and imagine keys are listed right underneath that. So, I mean, your thoughts on what you think this means? Do you think it's a typo? Where do you think they're going with this? Because honestly... I, I I personally haven't felt well enough to go to the park as much as I wanted to go over the last year. And twice for the amount I paid for the Dream Key. <laughs> yeah. Um, you're reading it and I'm just shaking my head because we were pass holders up until COVID. We made a big thing about keys. 
And now we're going to go back? Who's tripping up in the office? Like, can we make up our minds? Ooh, dude. <laughs> that kind of stings a little bit because it was, it was made a big deal when they canceled all our passes to begin with. And that hurt. You know, for some of us who were just able to go whenever, all the yeah, yeah, stuff. But to call it that, they knew what they were doing. They knew. Yeah. I am shaking my fist at them. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, like, I can see this being like, it's been there the whole time and nobody's ever noticed it before kind of thing. Like, okay, we built the app and da da da, da. Oh, we forgot to change over this one part of the website or the the app to reflect the new system. So I don't know if that's the case because I don't ever make dining reservations and don't have to check that out. Um, so I'm curious as to, to see if it's uh, changed as after that post or if it was, or if it's, you know, anywhere else throughout the app. Um, but if it's just in that one specific um location in the app or just in the weird dining reservation thing then my guess would be that it's a it's a holdover from something that just got missed if it's all the way across the board then yeah um i mean i'm fine change the name back to pass i still call it a pass anyway so <laughs> <We do>. whatever <laughs> like it's whatever i'll call it a pass till the day i die i don't know um pass is coming back baby i i don't think this magic key branding even if the way the magic keys work sticks around i think magic key branding is not long for this world yeah you know i thought i I felt very similar to what you said where you know to update the app i i feel like there's a lot of things in the disney company that don't have the amount of resources that they used to have prior to the pandemic and because of that things can get overlooked, right? So well, it yeah. could just be that like the the app is somehow calling uh, a table of information and it has all of the keys listed, but the app itself was never updated to reflect the fact that, you know, it says key pass, it says legacy pass holder, like it used to before, right? Mm-hmm. And And a lot of that has to do with the fact that more places have started to accept dining reservations over the last several months, which wasn't fully available. Like, slowly things are beginning to come back. And so I think things can get overlooked. But the thing that bothers me is still the idea of we kind of don't know where everything stands with the magic keys, right? As far as there was the information that was recently released about how you weren't going to be able to renew your magic keys that once it expired, it expired. That was it. Uh, Then there was uh, the thing, the the new information that had come out that talked about how if it was certain ones that were purchased using older tickets or something like that, that were going to be the ones that weren't going to be able to get upgraded, that other ones you were still going to be able to renew but I don't think there's been official word from Disney either way. Like, it's still just all speculative as far as what's out there. And so the biggest issue with how much was paid is that, it, again, me personally, 
I haven't felt as well as I've wanted to to be able to go to the park as much as I wanted. And when I was feeling well enough, I could never get a damn reservation, you know. And so it was this Mm -hmm. back and forth about, you know, when can we go? When can we not? Oh, we can go now. When can we? Oh, but there's no reservations available. And it was just it it, uh, honestly was kind of a nightmare having to deal with the reservation system. And I know I'm not the only one that feels like that. It's just been really difficult. Recently, they opened up a whole bunch of registration or, or um, reservations. And I think within like the first day, everything through September got booked up. And uh, it's going to be difficult. I know that some people can still drop off. Um, you know, some people might set it up and then last minute decide they're not going or whatever the case is, right? Just remember that if you have to cancel, you have to do it 24 hours before your date or you will finally get penalized by Disney, which is something that they weren't enforcing before. So uh, I don't know. I think that's the only thing. The the uncertainty of what's going to happen to the pass and the uncertainty of having paid so much for it because we wanted to be able to go whenever and kind of didn't have that luxury with the pass that we ended up getting or the key that we ended up getting. Uh, I think that's the part that kind of burns a little bit on this one. We're just going to have to wait to see where they stand. But it was just interesting to see that it still said Legacy Pass Holder. And like you said, to have to cancel all of that, go to these keys. And now it looks like we're going back to that. So, Hazen, sorry to interrupt. Are you trying to say that everything through September was is booked currently? That's what it looked like. I I mean, I'm looking right now as of Tuesday night. Uh, I can get tomorrow, oh, okay. uh, not Wednesday, and then any day in June. Oh, and most of July. Oh, then most, most more August. stuff should have opened then, or it, lo- it looks it's, like more stuff it, opened. It looks like we're pretty good. At, there's a, a big chunk in August. I don't know what's going on August 21st through 28th. But that must be like right before back to school or something. I don't know. But that's all blocked, not available currently. Okay. But um, yeah, because I I can get through the sixty days or how ninety, however many days it is, um, out. So it looks like if if it was eaten up before, they must have released a bunch because I remember I was looking at the calendar a couple days ago. I was like, there was plenty of dates the other day. I don't know. They all got, (laughs) I'm never going to get a go again. Well, that's kind of how I felt for a while. Yeah. (laughs) Remember like every time that I like was up for it, I could never get a damn reservation. Yeah. I don't know. It's that this reservation thing is, um, annoying at the, (laughs) uh, at the very least is quite annoying. Um, and, I wish it would go away. Um, Agreed. So uh, <laughs> I, I think I think everyone that is a pass holder would uh, wholeheartedly agree that we wish it would go away. But eh, this is the world we live in, reservation world. I guess have to. I don't know. Agreed. It's sad. It's sad, and we will all uh, do a little happy dance if it ever goes right. away. So here's praying. All right. Well, before we move on to the last couple of things we want to talk about in this episode, I do want to remind you that this episode of Podcasters is brought to you by a fantastic group of people known as the FGP Squad, or as we call Woo-hoo! them, our podcast fairy godparents. 
because it's their nice. support via Patreon that helped make these episodes of Podcateers possible. If you want more info on how you can become part of the FGP Squad family, you can head over to podcateers.com slash FGP for more information. There you will find a list of some of our top contributors. You'll find a link to our Patreon, a little bit of info about what the FGP Squad is all about. And of course, if you have any other questions, you can always reach out to us via Instagram or join our community on Discord. We'll be happy to answer any uh, questions that you might have. Being a, a part of the FGP Squad family does get you some additional perks, like a special Discord channel that's specifically for FGP Squad members, uh, discount codes on Podcateers gear, first dibs on any new products that we release, uh, access to our happy hour calls, additional content like the Podcateers after show, uh, random giveaways, which, oh, I just got a couple of things that I'm going to be sending out to members of the FGP squad. You know what it is, but they don't know what it is yet. And it's just going to be a random little gift that they get uh, over the next couple of weeks. So check your mailboxes for that FGP squad because it's coming. Uh, so yeah, Good if you have stuff. any interest on becoming <laughs> a part of the SGP Squad family and helping us out with a small contribution via Patreon, head over to podcateers.com slash FGP. And of course, to all of the members of the FGP Squad, we just want to send a huge thank you for your continued support. Yeah. Uh, okay, so, you know, talking about how, you know, we were a little frustrated with Disney because of the <laughs> magic keys and the reservation system and all that stuff. Let's move on to something else that seemed to not just be frustrating, but seemed to anger a lot of people in the Disney community. And I just wanted your thoughts on this because I... I'm a little torn on how to feel about this one, but I'm not sure if you heard about it, but there was an incident at Disneyland Paris where a couple was, uh, there, there was a, a young man that was proposing to his girlfriend at the time. And in the middle of proposing, uh, they were set up in an area where I think was cast member restricted. And um, as they were proposing, Another cast member ran in between them to stop the proposal, snatched the ring out of this gentleman's hand, and said, why don't you join me down here? You can finish your proposal down here, which was on you know, regular ground. It wasn't on cast member you know, forbidden land or whatever. Knowing that, that was kind of all we knew. Uh, it was a video posted on Reddit. It was you know, kind of posted on TikTok, Instagram. And the person that was taking the video essentially just said, you know, this cast member ruined my friend's proposal. Um, your thoughts on this video. Have you seen the video, first of all? I have. Yeah. Okay. I have. Thoughts. I, <laughs> um, I had to see this multiple times because I'm like, wait, what's going on? I don't know. I don't know the area. And then I had to read in a little more to figure out what's happening. I am saying kudos to the cast member and the reason i say this is because one you have to be very careful where you're at if you're on well, uh, well let me just say this i found out that they were on um like a platform that shoots off a, pyro they were on a, it was like a stage that yeah. also had yeah pyrotechnic stuff in it that for one of the shows right so these people you know, beautiful idea. I, I get it. You want to be on top of the world and you want to make it special for her. But uh, 
you gotta also be careful and you're on someone's property and they got rules. And safety is always number one. That's the one thing I understand. If you get excited, you may overlook that. You may just want to do it. I get it. I do. But safety is number one, especially considering all the safety precautions they've been taking since they reopened. So the way that the cast member took care of the situation was actually swift, very polite. And to the point, kind of to the point, you didn't have to really say much. So yeah, of course, I feel bad for the couple that didn't really get to do the whole thing as planned. But safety first. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, like safety first. Don't don't ruin it for other people. Because this is going to start a trend. Yeah, th that's what I was like, no. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go propose in the, the moat in front of Sleeping Beauty <laughs> Castle. Like while swimming in the water. No. I had you know, I had read a couple different articles about this and one one of them said, Well, they said that they had permission by another cast member. And it's like that's the thing though, is like if cast members don't communicate, um in then who knows who said what? Also who knows if the cast member that said yes had uh, the authority to say yes, da-da-da-da-da, if that's even true. So, and plus that stage, um, it looked, you know, decently high off the ground. Um, and, you know, regulations here in the States different in Paris, you know, in France and everything like that. But um, most people have to go through uh, some sort of training uh, and be aware of your uh, surroundings when you're on a stage that doesn't have any railings on it like that one does. Um, and so just alone, that was a like three foot plus stage, no railings, you know, she could have got excited, jumped, fell off the back, cracked her head, but all kinds of stuff could have happened. Um, or they could have just, you know, been five steps down and then it would have been the same. Um, so it's, yeah, it's unfortunate that, that, uh, that situation had to have occurred. Um, because yeah, you only get one proposal really. Um, but I, I blame more, uh, the guy for putting them in a situation where the proposal could get ruined. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, mm -hmm. uh, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You both hit on a lot of the things that I wanted to say, because this is why I was torn, right? Because you said it, Andrew, you only get one shot at making this like, a surprise thing, making it as special as you want to make it. After that, you know, you can repropose, but you know it's coming. It's not going to be the same surprise that it was. So I know that there's a lot of people that do propose at Disneyland. There's a lot of people that propose, you know, in front of Sleeping Beauty Castle. There's people that make all sorts of announcements, you know, we're having a baby, all sorts of that stuff. And everybody tries to find their own special way to do that. But like you said, Mel, there's rules in place for a reason right and so i'm torn here because i think cast members in general are instructed to make magical moments as 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 best they can for guests right the mm -hmm. problem i think that we're starting to face is that there's a lot of guests that feel like they're entitled to these special moments and they want to force them, like they demand them from cast members. And the more you do that, the more they're going to get taken away. 
you know, and a lot of the, a, a lot of the reason why over the last many years that we've been doing the podcast, you know, for a while when, when I was doing the vlog, one thing that I struggled with was how many of these Disney secrets do I want to put out into the world? And this was a personal choice, right? This was when I was still mm-hmm. doing the videos for YouTube. And even with the podcast, there was always a little bit of like, how much do we want to say this in public? And how much do we want to hold for like when we're together with, you know, friends of the podcast or when we go to the parks and we kind of see somebody was like, hey, have you looked at this? Have you tried that? Because we were always aware of the fact that at any point, Disney could take them away. Right. And one trend that I think has been happening a lot is that people will post something as a, hey, let me tell you this cool Disney secret on TikTok or Instagram. And then they take it away because people try to abuse that. And whether it's something as simple as, I don't know, getting a map from the Jungle Cruise to what was that recent story that came out where people, um, like there was the whole story about how people can, uh, if they weren't wearing appropriate attire, Disney would take them oh, and give yeah. them like an appropriate shirt or something like that. Well, they'd give them, they would let them pick out a shirt and that's how people are getting uh, uh, spirit jerseys right. for right. free. Yeah. And Oof. so, oh my goodness. And, and the thing was that people were posting this to Twitter and like Instagram and literally saying, like, you want to get a free spirit jersey? You want to get a free, like, free merchandise from Disney? Mm-hmm. Just wear something inappropriate. They'll, they'll do this and then they'll take you and they'll give you something for free. And so now they started changing the rules. And it recently happened where there was uh, a larger problem where um, a guest ran into the same situation. And she was told that she had to pay. Like, they didn't give it to her for free this time. And whether she did it on purpose or not, I don't I don't know. I can't speak to that. But the policy obviously changed, right? Because so many people were beginning to see these videos and take advantage that they took it away. And so the yeah. more these videos begin to uncover some of these secrets and some of these, like, workarounds, it ruins the experience for everybody else because... I get it. Like you paid for a ticket, but so did we, like we paid for a pass. We paid for a ticket. We paid for the experience too, but we're on the, on the same level, right? Like you you can't Mm -hmm. demand these experiences from cast members. Now, if they want to help you or if you explain to them and you ask them for advice on where the best location is and stuff like that, and they happen to provide this magical moment for you, that's a whole different story. Right. That happens. This Disney magic happens all of the time. You just can't demand it. And so in this case, with these people that, you know, uh, were in this situation, you're right, Andrew, when you said you don't know if it was true, whether or not they asked for permission. Like, we're not here to judge whether they did or didn't. We just don't know enough of the story to know if that's true or not. Right. Or Mm -hmm. if the person that they ask had the authority to give them permission to do that. Now, the problem is that this video would have gone up on TikTok, would have gone up on Instagram. And if it was successful, if the cast member hadn't run in, the only thing people were going to see was a successful engagement that happened on this platform, meaning that people were just going to take free range at going onto this platform whenever they wanted without asking for permission, without making sure it was safe. And they were going to propose there all the time, too. 
And that's where it gets dangerous. Like you said, there's no clearance, there's training, there's all these things that would make it unsafe for, for guests to be able to do this. So I, like, I'm torn because, yes, the moment was ruined, but I think it also, it also set this precedent where Disney was also kind of saying, like, stop breaking our rules, right? This is mm-hmm. our mm-hmm. park. Like, stop breaking the rules for you to go viral, or whatever the case was. And because this is just like a couple weeks removed from another guest, also I think at Disneyland Paris, that had climbed a fence and had started reaching into a restricted area where they could have been really hurt from doing that. And so, you know, whenever you do stuff like that, you can get trespassed from the park or from all Disney properties. And so unless yeah. you want to be removed permanently for your for the rest of your life from going to Disney parks... Don't do this stuff. Yeah, don't chance it. You know? Just don't. So, like I said, I'm I'm torn. Um, in this case, the only thing, like I I want to agree with the cast member. The only thing I feel the cast member did wrong was they shouldn't have grabbed the ring, because if that was like a twenty five thousand dollar ring and they happened to drop it and it happened to break the diamond or you know it happened to chip it or, you know, if it was a priceless you know, heirloom, like, you know, whatever the case was, if they damaged it, Disney's liable for that. Oh, yeah. So it's just if a, they oof. popped in and they said, you know, if they stood right in the middle of them and put their hands up and said, please, you know, do this down here or something, I think it would have been a different story. But the only, I think, problem I have with it is the fact that he yanked the ring out of the guy's hand and he, you know, you know, he, he escorted them off of the platform. But... um. Yeah, it, it's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, I'd love to hear everybody else's thoughts on this situation because I, like I said, I, I kind of see both sides of the story, but I'm tend to, I'm inclined to agree more with what happened, you know, on the cast member side on this whole situation. But uh, let us know how you feel. Join us over on Discord and uh, comment you know, who you side with and why. We'd love to hear your thoughts. And I don't want it to turn into like a whole argument or anything. I'd, I'd really love ah. to hear a discussion <laughs> on why you think one way or another. So, uh, yeah, join us on Discord. Let us know how you feel. Well, also, uh, as a reminder, we've talked about this before. Be kind to cast members. Absolutely. That I just that yeah. I think that's our like secondary motto of this uh, podcast is be kind to cast yep. members. So, uh be kind to cast members as a friendly reminder to everyone. I know our listeners are always kind to cast members. And just remember to remind everybody else to be kind to cast members. And then everybody's happy. Well said. Well said. Uh, all right. Well, I think it's time to wrap up the podcast with the final topic. And that is the latest episode of Obi-Wan. If you haven't seen it, obviously you can come back once you have uh, so far. The series, I feel, has been getting mixed reviews from Star Wars fans that some people don't like it. Some people really think it's great. Uh, the addition of new characters, I think, is freaking some people out. And the the Star Wars universe is a buzz about this show. However, on f- me, you know... Uh, not a hardcore Star Wars fan. I'm digging it, man. I'm I'm loving <laughs> it. Episode three, really great. Uh, so if you haven't seen it, it's time for spoiler territory. 
Maybe I'm gonna clip that and then we can add it to every one of them now from now on. But uh, there we go. Uh, <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, we're getting into uh, some spoilers now. So, your thoughts on episode three of Obi Wan? Dude, I wasn't prepared. I, I I didn't think we were gonna see spoilers. Whatever. I didn't think we were gonna see or hear Vader. And the king has returned. Oh my gosh! When I heard his voice, I was like, oh, "Wait, wait, wait! That's 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 him! That's him!" He's. I was, I was punching my couch out of excitement. <laughs> <laughs> I I do this. Andrew knows. Jill knows. Larry knows. I get excited. I will start hitting an <laughs> arm or something like that's. This episode was. I mean, like I said, I, I thought we were going to see this later. But it was interesting to see it now because you kind of see a little bit of heart in Vader or Anakin or whatever you want to call him. But you kind of see that. Like, he doesn't, like, demolish Obi-Wan. He doesn't. Kind of like Kylo Ren and Rey. But... The way that it builds up and the the scenes of the brutal scenes, oh my gosh, so much fire, so much fire! It it's just a lot of whoosh and fire and heavy breathing. Uh, yeah, I'm already. I'm like, uh, this is like my favorite episode so far. <laughs> yeah, it's it's good. I'm I'm waiting for the Hayden Christensen stuff to show up because so far we've seen like two seconds of him in the Vader makeup and the helmet goes on. And besides that, it's all old clips from the uh, prequel trilogy. So I, I, I mean, I know the series called Obi-Wan Kenobi, um, but on IMDb and other places, it says like every episode listed six episodes, Hayden Christensen, six episodes, Ewan McGregor. So when are we going to get some of this stuff? This is I want to see more of this. I don't know if we're going to end up with the Darth Vader series next so we can see more of that. I don't know. They just make everything a series. Who knows? Um, but, yeah, it was a good episode. Uh, um, you got a little bit of Zach Braff action going on there with a, with a cool practical uh, alien costume. Um what else was cool? We got some lightsaber going on. That's what I was hoping for. Not enough, in my opinion, but uh, some good lightsaber fights going on. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it was it was good. A lot of uh, you know Leia being a little stinker. Um, that's always fun. <laughs> and yeah. as I joke, I don't know. Um, it was a good episode. Um, Oh, I just watched it too, and I'm already just trying to remember every little bit. Um, it's it's going to be interesting this this plot with the with the with the sister and the brother and the and Vader and all this stuff where this goes, and you know we know that by you know a certain time these people can't exist anymore in the continuity of Star Wars. Um, so it'll be interesting if we find out what happens to them by the end of the series or if um, we're going to leave that up to some other story 
who knows? Uh, but yes, good episode. I'm sure uh, as Hazen has, says his thoughts, I will remember more things. Uh, it's funny that you said maybe there's going to be a Vader uh, series next because I think I read somewhere that the rumor is currently that Vader is supposed to show up in the Ahsoka series. So we, it's very possible that we're going to get more of Darth Vader. Uh, I don't know if that's going to be the end. It really depends on how they end this one and when the Ahsoka series takes place. Because if it takes place prior to the end of this one, obviously they have a way to jump between the two. Uh, mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, like you said, Mel, this is probably my favorite episode so far. And a lot of it had to do with from what you said in the beginning, Andrew, just give me lightsabers, right? Just give me that action. Give me all the... the exactly. The two. And that <laughs> scene, uh, I think I said an episode or two ago when we first started discussing it, you know, that I didn't think we were going to see him wield his lightsaber until he met up with Vader. But I thought it was going to be like in episode five or six, right? I thought it was going to be like yeah. episode five, cliffhanger, boom, finish it in episode six. So the fact that we're getting it like halfway through was a little astonishing. But yeah, you made a, a really great point about him showing a little bit of heart. Like I think it's in this particular series it's so fresh and it's like it, everything just happened to him, right? Like Anakin mm -hmm. just kind of made this transition to Lord Vader. And because everything is so new, there's gotta be something inside of him that makes him feel like this is still my teacher. Like, you know, should I, shouldn't I? But then again, could it just be that he's playing with him and he's kind of just like, cause he, there's a line where he says something like, Oh, the years have made you weak or something like that. So it could be that. It could be that he's just toying with could him, be. trying to tell him, like, you're nothing against me now, right? Like, I'm going to win. But uh, it's such a great episode. The <laughs> Leia, I think when, they, when they're in the, it, like, in that cart, or in that, like, when they're, you know, trying to get to the, the ship or something, and the stormtroopers come on board, and then oh, he accidentally yeah. calls her Leia. And then they're like, you called her Leia. I thought you said her name was like, what was it? Like Muna? It or was like Luma? Luma. Yeah, yeah. Luma. And, and they, like, they catch him and he instantly like, oh, that was my wife's name. Like we miss her. She's no longer with us. That was so smooth. But to see <laughs> her also just like play along and like instantly realize like, oh, you messed up. Like you messed up. <laughs> like, it was great. Like it was played off so well. I really like the actress that's playing Leia. Like she's doing such oh, yeah. a good job in the character. And I mean, you got, I mean, we got some cool other like droids and stuff too. We got, was it Ned B? The, the, Droid that the doesn't Packer talk. Droid, I think, is what they call yeah, it. That oh, ends, yeah, that yeah, ends up uh, loader. Loader, yeah, yeah, yeah. Loader, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Basically, it just, it's like an Amazon uh, <laughs> uh, warehouse drone or whatever <laughs> they call it. They pick stuff up and put it in a truck. But he, you know, ends up saving Obi-Wan at the end of the episode. Uh, yeah, I just like a lot of good characters. The, the, the twist with... Um, I don't remember her name. The lady that turned out to be not uh, a uh, bad lady. I'm being real specific. Anyway, she was cool. Um, 
And then there was some reference to as looking stuff up as I go. So if you're a star, like a hardcore Star Wars fan, I'm sorry that I'm uh, butchering every character's name in this series. Um, but I had to look up. Uh, there is a part where he's like, oh, so-and-so's been here. And I was like, who's that? Some guy from the animated series, I guess. And he was there. And apparently he has some uh, stuff to talk about. I don't know. I don't know if that's is you know again like another um, like backdoor pilot as they'd call it or whatever trying to to lay in hints for other stuff or if it's just oh we're gonna recognize this person what was Tala is her know. name yes okay yeah. yeah and and when they're in the little like bunker he he reads you know everybody's like carved their names into the wall and. Uh, he was like, somebody was here, and I, you know what? I'm never going to get it. If, if, if somebody remembers it, put it in the Discord or something, because I can't find it. I don't know what it is. Yeah, I don't remember what he said either. I know what you're talking about. Um, I remember uh, I remember Tala specifically because I guess there was some controversy about some rewrites that ended up happening for this episode because I guess she was supposed to be like a love interest of, of Obi-Wan. And so people were like losing it online because they were like, how dare they introduce this brand new character and it's going to be so impactful on the story of Obi-Wan Kenobi. And uh, I don't know all the specifics. That's kind of the gist of what I read from uh, like probably five or six tweets uh, talking about the character. I I thought the character was just fine. Again, I'm I'm watching this through the eyes of somebody that didn't grow up with Star Wars. To me, the Star Wars franchise is fairly new. And for the most part, I've enjoyed pretty much everything that I've seen so far. So this, for me, I just kind of feel like because I've never been fully immersed in the world of Star Wars, like to me, it just helps supplement everything that I've seen so far. And it's adding to that backstory and... As long as, you know, they continue adding characters that help the story in some way, because I'm still of the mindset that a lot of what they're doing isn't to necessarily cater to old Star Wars fans. I think that they're giving old Star Wars fans a little bit of what they want in these series, you know, to kind of help them, like, ease into these series, but these series aren't for the old fans. Like I, I still believe that these stories and these series are for the new fans that are going to grow up with these characters. That's why the latest trilogy with Ray mirrored so much of the original trilogy and Luke's story. You know, that that's why so many people complained about it because they were setting up these characters that kids that would now grow up with the franchise for the next 30 years we're going to be familiar with you know so i i I like what i'm seeing so far i yeah (laughs) i know i don't have to apologize for that but man i'm digging it so far just hearing vader's voice is like it's just i gosh i miss the dude (laughs) i miss james earl jones (laughs) Sorry, so go I ahead. Found, I, no, that's okay. I found the name of the guy I was talking to. His name was is Quinlan Voss. They don't say Voss, but they say Quinlan. Uh, character from uh, uh, Clone Wars. It looks like um, possibly made an appearance in 
either the Mandalorian or uh, Boba Fett for like a half second in the background kind of thing. I don't know. Um, Supposedly. He was um, the. I don't know. Yeah, he was. Yes, yes, yes. You're right. You're right. I don't know. There's this video. Huh. It was in the second episode. I don't know. Some guy and he's got. I don't know. Or I could be reading this wrong. I might be reading this wrong, but that was his name. I'm just going to, I keep rambling. This is very boring for people. So stop listening to this <laughs> because I'm just going to keep talking and maybe I'll talk about the night court theme song again or something <laughs> instead. Uh, because uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi was good. Uh, a stormtrooper fell on a uh, laser. Oh, and got cut dude, in I'm so glad you brought that up. I mean, I'm kind of used to seeing stuff like that in the films themselves, but for this show, I didn't think that that like it was like yes it was yeah. very funny. yeah i <laughs> i i don't even know i usually they cut away to show stuff like that and the fact that they showed it uh the wilhelm scream obviously made an appearance yeah. like you always <laughs> happen to hear in these episodes which was fantastic yeah i don't know what else to say it was just such a great episode i i can't wait till they begin to wrap it up in the next three um, plus, we have another series that we're going to start watching this week, too, because Miss Marvel releases the day yeah. that this episode launches. So There's not enough time in the day. There sure isn't, but we <laughs> will make time, I think. So. I have 40,000 TV shows to watch. Plus, How am I supposed to watch this and Lego Masters at the same time? There's so much to watch, <laughs> dude. We also uh, we signed up for Peacock this week, and so now nice. we also have this, like, massive library of stuff on peacock that we want to watch so you can watch the psych movies because honestly psych was one of the reasons that i wanted to get peacock (laughs) like i remember watching it after watching monday night raw years ago and so i figured okay maybe it's time to watch psych again busted anyway i think that's a great place to end this episode uh any final thoughts on anything that we talked about uh, nope. uh, no. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, uh, that's going to wrap it up. So if you have any thoughts on anything that we talked about, make sure to join us over on Discord. We'd love to hear your thoughts. And, um, yeah, remember uh, to follow the rules when you're in the parks. and um, Be nice, be to, nice cast members. to cast members. Exactly. That's, that's the best message that I think we can get across for this particular episode. Be kind to cast members. So... That's it. That's going to wrap it up. Until next time, keep dreaming, keep moving forward, and always remember to pass on the magic. Have a fantastic week, everyone. Bye. See ya. Give us a little night court theme. Part of the Podcateers Network.